0: Jesus said to his disciples, be on guard against performing religious acts for people to see. Otherwise, expect no recompense from God. When you give alms, for example, do not blow a horn before you in synagogues and streets like hypocrites looking for applause. You can be sure of this much. They have already been repaid. In giving alms, you are not to let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Keep your deeds of mercy secret, and God who sees in secret will repay you. When you are praying, do not behave like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners in order to be noticed. I give you my word, they are already noticed. Whenever you pray, go to your room, close your door, and pray to your Creator in private. The God who sees that no, what no one else sees will speak to you. Whenever you fast, you're not to look glum as the hypocrites do. They change the appearance, the appearance of their faces so that others may see they are fasting. I assure you, they are already paid. When you fast, see to it that you groom your hair and wash your face. In that way, no one can see you are fasting, but God, who is hidden, and your God, who is hidden, will repay you. And this is the gospel of the Christ. I'm reminded. um, I'm reminded of the uh, videos that I see sometimes on Facebook where. Some guy will have a coat or an envelope or a bag of stuff and walk up to a homeless person, and they're they're videoing this on their cell, you know, and give it to the homeless person and just be all glad they did that, and then see what the homeless person does with it, you know. And um, and every time I see one of those, I think that is so unnecessary. That is exploiting. That's using the poor for our salvific convenience. That's what Jesus is trying to help us see. The attitude we have toward the other and the way we behave toward the other, this is what Jesus is getting at right here. When you're helping someone, it doesn't matter if anybody sees it or doesn't see it. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you helped that person, right? We all know that. Yeah. And where does that come from? It comes from the Christ within us. That presence of the Holy Spirit within us that connects us with the divinity and the preciousness of the person that we are reaching out to. That's what matters. Is that we are seeing that there's something within that person that is within me also. And then we have a choice on what we see. And the whole nature of the the namaste is that Christ within me sees that Christ within you. And so, so it's not about just giving somebody because they need something. It's about honoring the person as part of me. We have something in common, right? We have the Holy Spirit within us. Now, in the Old Testament readings, have mercy on you, on me, in the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense, for I acknowledge my sin, a clean heart create for me, do all this stuff for me. Save me. Protect me from give me be my lead me, that's the Old Testament stuff. Because it was believed that somehow there is a deity out there, Yahweh, that that focuses on us with a pen and paper or computer <laughs> and jots down every little thing that we do and say and think and be. And we get to a place where I must have done something wrong. What Jesus came to say and be and teach was that it's not out here. We are the ones who hold that precious spirit within us, that precious Christ presence within us. We are the bearers, we are the vessel. In the Old Testament uh, prophetic writings, we're referred to as the clay the clay, and the potter forms the clay and works the clay in a way so that it can hold and contain, right? We are those vessels. In some traditions, we are a hollow bone. We are sturdy in our faith so that the light of Christ can move through us, that energy of love can move through us. In modern parlance, we could be the straw, right? <laughs> or whatever it happens to be, the bamboo. We are that vessel. We are that conduit of grace and peace and love in the world today. It is within. And that's why he's saying, don't do what the hypocrites are doing. Right? I think this was a part in his ministry where he must have been slammed a lot by the Pharisees because he talks a lot about them being hypocrites and blowing their horns or whatever. But the point is, it's within. And what we do in the world comes from within, not from out there somewhere. When we acknowledge that that Christ's presence is within us, that Holy Spirit is within us, then we begin to connect in in a profound way with all of life around us. Because when we see it within ourselves, we also begin to see it out there. And the beauty of where we are in the world today, in our our spiritual evolution and our understanding, is we're beginning to see that we are not the only species that has the presence of that within us. All life, for God so loved the world, all of life has that presence within them. And as we begin to understand that, then our connection with the rest of the planet, right, will be one of namaste. So that we can walk up to a tree and see that divine presence within that tree. We can walk up to a homeless person and see that divine presence within. We can take our pets and hug them and love them, knowing that that divine presence is within them also. All of life has that. And this is, I believe, this is what Jesus was trying to give us a hint at. That we have that capacity. We don't need to blow a horn. We don't need to know what the left or right hand is doing. We don't need to go somewhere else to pray. When we really want to connect with that spirit within. Go in. Go inside. Close the door. And there, listen to how God teaches Him and directs us. Amen. Any thoughts?